Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Summer Place Theater, Martin Avenue Apartments, and the DuPage Children's Museum. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now from the Summer Place Theater is Matt Whalen. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, you know, El Presidente, <laughs> you have now become the board uh, president for Summer Place Theater, so congratulations Thank first you. on that. Uh, give us a little bit of background about how you're connected with Summer Place and how you're connected with Naperville. Yeah, I grew up in Naperville, and some of my earliest theater memories were going to see Summer Place shows. I uh, saw one in the pavilion, I can remember, before they moved to Central. Um, and actually, my first time on stage was in a summer play show, so when I was in uh, fifth grade. So, and I've been doing it, acting and directing there on and off uh, since then, um, but it's great to be back. It kind of feels like a, like a theatrical home for me. Nice, nice. Well, and that's great that you started so young, and I think that is what a lot of people remember about Summer Place Theater, right? Yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit just, you know, on that in terms of, it is a very inclusive theater in the sense of, you know, brings in the community. Talk a little bit kind of about your mission on that. Yeah, we want to deliver quality theater to the community, and I think part of that is, you know, delivering titles that everyone knows, like Newsies, but then also something that maybe they didn't know, like Pajama Game. I think it's part of our job is to kind of educate the audience on, on theater and, and what, what's out there. Nice, nice. Now, you mentioned two programs. You have two programs in 2023. Yes. Uh, both kind of turned out to be a little bit of a good timing. So yeah. talk a little bit about how the season was developed and then also this connection of the, of the titles. Right. So when we were developing the season, we wanted something that had a lot of name recognition, that pe pe was popular, people knew. So Newsies was kind of that choice. Then we were thinking what goes with it. Um, even if they're very different shows, one takes place in turn of century, one's the 50s, very different stylistically, but both dealt with labor disputes and workers' rights. So, and it, it just is it's very interesting that they're being produced right now with uh, <laughs> the writer's strike happening. So we couldn't have planned that really, but yeah. it, it just ended up being like that. Yeah, you were sort of right on top of the topic of the day, right? Exactly, yeah. Yes. So talk a little bit, if you would, about the um, Newsies, who's involved, who's directing, what the cuts. And, and for those of us who maybe have heard the name uh, but don't know a little bit of background on the uh, production itself, give us a little bit of background. Sure. So Newsies uh, is a Disney musical. It, it covers the 1899 Newsies strike in New York, which is a, a true story. Um, everyone, most of the people on, in the cast are actually new to us this year, and really everyone on the production staff is brand new. So we have Mike Frail as director, who is someone that I've known and worked with. Uh, Kitty Karn is music director, Ali Kordaluski is vocal director, and Jeannie O'Connell is uh, choreographer. Um, and like I said, we have about five people in the cast that have done Summer Place before, but the other 25 are brand new, so it's really exciting to, to get to know them. Yeah, absolutely, and that's kind of, and you know, I know that uh, it, it had been for all the arts organizations, right? A real struggle through COVID to keep things going, and right. you guys did a wonderful job with that. Um, but now you're back, you're at mm -hmm. Naperville Central. Um, 
lots of new lots of new people. Talk a little bit about how you go around putting that cost together. You know, is it sort of open call? How does that work? How did you get involved? Right. So it's it is open call. So we usually get appointments, but. Um, but we will uh, open it to anyone. And so we saw, I think about 100 sign up for Newsies for a 30 person cast. Um, so it was a lot of hard decisions, but a lot of talent. It was, it was really cool to see. Yeah, that must have been. And, and what's the age range that you got in this production? I would say it's average age, college age. Um, they're playing teenagers, so, but they're a little bit older than that. But we have some adults as well, so, but, uh, but a lot of college age kids. Yeah, and did they normally, when you put these costs together, I mean, I'm always curious, because they always seem like they've known each other for years on stage, which is probably part of the acting, but have a lot of them known each other before they come into this production? I think some do, a lot of them are, are new, but what's really nice is, especially with this age group, you see friendships develop, and I think that's really fun. Um, we're seeing it already, um, I think with the, 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 they're very you know excited to be there, so it's, it's really nice to, to see that. But a lot of them did know each other um, beforehand. Okay. Now, you're the president of the board. Are you also in the show? I'm not in the show, no. Okay. You've kind of taken a step back yep. on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you're president of the board. Talk a little bit, if you would, about your board. So describe how that kind of works for you with Summer Place Theater, because you're new. So how is that going? Yeah. So we had Don Gingold was, was leading us for a long time. He retired last year. And with him, three others left, and we had five joined. So we have a lot of new people. Okay. Uh, we have some that are still have been around and, and are very helpful. But um, it, it does feel like there's a, a, a resurgence and, and a, a refresh of, uh, of us. And we're all excited to be there. We're kind of you know, hitting the ground running um, with this season and, and excited about next season as well. It's kind of like straight into the deep end of the pool, Exactly, right? yeah. <laughs> So talk a little bit about what will be next for Summer Place Theater, because you've got these two, well, one that you're just, you've already done, and Newsies that's coming up. So what's next for you? Yeah, so we have Ghost Stories in the Park in the Dark in October, and then next year we are figuring that out. We are finalizing our decisions for the next shows, and we should be able to uh, announce those before Newsies closes. Okay, yeah. well, that's exciting. Yep. And, and will anything be different with Ghost Stories in the Park? Talk a little bit about that for maybe people who haven't done that, because you've got kind of this whole new group of kids who are kind of coming out of their houses now and who've got things to do. Yeah, so I'm going to try to keep it the same. We, we are still looking for a director for that, but um, it's going to be a great time. It, we partner with the Park District on that project as well. Yeah, well, they're always great. I mean, yeah. they're a great supporter of the arts and all programming and recreations. So um, talk a little bit, if you would, about what you're excited for. Because, I mean, I think anytime you come into a new position, obviously, there are challenges. There are things that you kind of like, okay, I didn't really want to be dealing with that. <laughs> but there are also things that you're very excited about that are coming. What, what excites you? Yeah, I think it's... As a board, we're, we're delivering experiences to people. So the audience, we're, we're delivering that theatrical experience, that memory. And with the cast, I mean, uh, as theater people, we some of our best memories are being in shows. And being able to be responsible for that is, is really rewarding for me. Yeah. How many other people do you have on the board with you? Yeah. So we're, we're nine right now. Nine. Yep. Okay. And are you looking to grow that or are you looking to kind of keep it at nine? We have some people that um, are interested in joining that we'll probably be talking to. So, um, but yeah, it's something that you want to kind of build slowly, I think, but yes. we, we definitely would, would love more help. Okay. With intention, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, last couple of questions. In terms of uh, center, uh, the theater over at uh, Naperville Central, how many people can fit in there? 900. 900. But, yeah. So, and tickets are on sale now for Newsies. Yep. 
Yes, and how much are they? They are uh, $20 if you buy them early. We also have um, discounts for seniors and students, but uh, at the door, they should be 23 so okay. get them early. Gosh, that's a great night out with some really good theater, right? Yeah. Yes, and how many shows will you be doing? Uh, nine, so it, we open July 21st, uh, and then we run for three weekends. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. And, and we wish you all the best, not only in your new presidency, but with this season. It's so lovely to have the arts back in town. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And if you're interested in learning more about Summer Place Theater, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. And joining me now from Martin Avenue Apartments is Mary Kerbs and John Schillerstrom. So nice to have you both on the show. Thanks, Thank you. Jane. Absolutely. Mary, let's start with you as the executive director. Talk a little bit about Martin Avenue Apartments and what makes it such a model for senior communities. Yeah, thanks. Uh, well, Martin Avenue Apartments is right here near downtown Naperville. A lot of people don't know that. We're a nonprofit. And what makes us unique is that we offer high-quality uh, homes at affordable prices for over 200 lower-income seniors and the disabled. And besides the 190 apartments that are brand new as of a couple of years ago, we have a community full of amenities. We have a bistro with a solarium. Our residents have coffee and continental breakfast. There's a computer lab so they can connect with the internet. Everything that you might see in, in any high quality senior community. And we're one of a kind in the area. That's wonderful. And I do think, and it's just a little gem right there in the heart, right, and right by the hospital, too. So right behind a, Edward all, Hospital. Always a blessing for yes. all of us, right? Right. Absolutely. So, John, uh, talk a little bit about what inspired you to take a leadership role with Martin Avenue Apartments, and also how a volunteer board kind of stays on top of helping manage and govern and guide an organization that is supporting so many residents within our community. My family's been involved in the organization since its inception. I've been on the board for almost 24 years. I'm a lifelong Naperville resident and have witnessed all the changes in the community, or many of the changes. And uh, I firmly believe in our mission. And our mission is we, we want to promote safe, healthy uh, experiences for our residents as they age gracefully. Um, our board is, made, is a very active board. It's made up of 15 um, individuals that 
bring unique and talented um, perspectives to the organization. They're all on committees, they're all active committees, and the committees are such that um, they integrate with the, the residents, the management, and Mary in order to uh, react and predict and solve uh, problems and issues that arise in their daily lives. So John, talk a little bit about how you keep the rents affordable, because that's a topic that's you know universal, where you've got a lot of conversation yeah. about affordable housing, but particularly important when we talk about seniors. So how do you do it? 40% of our, our uh, apartments are subsidized by HUD through Section 8. That keeps the, that helps greatly. The, the average income of our residents is about $1,600 a month. Our average rent is slightly under $500 a month. For our, for our non-HUD units, we rely on grants, contributions, sponsorships from uh, local organizations, corporations, and individuals. And recently, we were fortunate enough to um, receive grants from the city of Naperville, Rotary, and the DuPage Foundation. All of those are very important to the lives of our residents. Yeah, absolutely. And that whole diversification of where your funding comes from is so important, right? Never want all our eggs in one basket. So, Mary, talk a little bit, you know, from your unique vantage point as the executive director on what you see as some of the challenges and some of the opportunities that you have. Yes, there are many challenges. <laughs> um, well, we're independent. We're an independent community. And we offer supports. And it's our residents' needs are ongoing and ever-changing. And connecting with the community to pull in resources is, is part of our mission. And so we have to stay on top of that and constantly uh, look to see what you know, how can we keep our people living independently? How They want to stay with us, so that's a challenge for sure. Opportunities, it's almost the flip side. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that we can't, in order to sustain what we're doing that's unique, we need partnerships, sponsorships, and we have to be out there understanding all of the, the resources our community has and bringing it together in, and growing stronger partnerships to deliver that. And when we can be nimble and, and move quickly, because we know this is something, and we, we survey our residents, we're connected, this is something we need, we can jump on it. And an example is uh, during the depths of COVID, we, uh, we were able to get a vaccine clinic at Martin Avenue quite a long time before anyone else did. We kind of stumbled upon VNA Healthcare, and they have become a partner of ours and still come and do blood pressure checks, uh, other things. So That's um, taking advantage of the, you know, the opportunities around us takes knowledge and time. Yeah, it takes a village, right? Yeah, yeah. does, sure does. Talk a little bit, John, because you've got a two-year waiting list right now at Martin Avenue. It just kind of really speaks to the problem that we have here with senior housing and affordable senior housing. How, how are you approaching that? What are your thoughts on that as far as how do we find solutions? 
Well, we did our we did our rehab and we did our audition and our waiting list basically did not change. <laughs> so we know we know the needs there. It's our mission and we are we are looking at all sorts of different avenues that we can potentially take to help with uh, affordable housing and um, the situation in the future. We're, we're looking at, at, at uh, different aspects of how we can help. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a complicated situation, right? It is. Mary, as we're wrapping up, anything you want to kind of just share with us? Because I think you got a little announcement, right? Well, yes. Um, you know, we, we are um, providing this community in Naperville, and we have been for 50 years. Uh, and in September, it's our anniversary, and we're going to be celebrating with all of those who have joined our mission and will join our mission. And we want the community to know we're here to stay and we're growing. That's awesome. That's a great, I mean, 50 is a big, big milestone. Yes. So kudos to it's you amazing. and to all the yep. people that have come before you to you know, continue the good work that you're doing. So we wish you all the best and thank you for stopping by. Thank, thank you. you. To find out more about Martin Avenue Apartments, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since And joining me now from the DuPage Children's Museum are Brett Nicholas and Jenny Flowers. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. We're thrilled to be here. And I want to start out with one of the things that I think you have a lot of intention around mm -hmm. is the whole concept of barrier reduction and access building. So right. explain what that means. Sure. Uh, so everything that we do at the DuPage Children's Museum is based on three core beliefs. The first and foremost is play, right? That's how children learn. Children learn through play. Second being respect. We respect that all children have the ability to learn and that we need to meet them where they are to help them grow. And then three, partnerships. That partnership between the adult and child in a learning relationship or partnerships between places like the DuPage Children's Museum and other nonprofits are really, really important for making this work thrive. But those three core beliefs are only truly valued if we make them available for everyone. And so that's what access and barrier reduction is all about. So one of the things we've been focusing on a lot at the DuPage Children's Museum is in the last year is how do we reach out to those people that think a museum isn't a place for them and their family? How do we reach those folks that don't even know that we're here? How do we take what we do at the museum and go out into community settings and bring playful learning to life no matter where children are. That's what we mean by barrier reduction and increasing access. The museum being responsive to people that aren't already on board with us. Okay. We go to them and we invite them into our building. 
Yeah, and that's so, and I think that's an important part, right? I mean, you you have been doing some of that work for a while, but you mm -hmm. have really pushed down. And I think COVID was a was a big catalyst to some of that too, right? Absolutely, COVID changed everything, right? Yeah. And so we had people had to find out ways that they could engage their children in playful learning in the home. And so at that point, we did what we could over social media. But now we know that there are people that just haven't been coming to the museum, and so we want to go to them. That's awesome. Yeah. Jenny, talk a little bit about, and you mentioned it, Brett, already, about mm -hmm. partnerships. Sure. Talk mm -hmm. about building authentic partnerships. How do you go about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to pick up a little bit of a thread that Brett was mentioning, um, we play a really critical role in the learning ecosystem of our community. And so what I mean by that is, if you think about all the places where children learn and, and are, uh, whether that's a school or a library or community center or a museum, uh, those places should in, be intentionally connected and be able to support support that child to the best of their, so that they can grow and thrive to the best of their ability. Uh, and so we feel at DCM that we have a responsibility to be a, a critical player in that sphere. Um, and so for us, I think it means being really intentional about our conversations. Mm -hmm. um, we try to listen and learn first before deciding sort of this is going to be this main program. I think a lot of times museums make the mistake of going to a community and saying, we have this thing fully developed. Don't you want to do it? Don't you love it? Don't you love it? And we realize that, you know, uh, we need to respect the, the strengths and, and then the needs of each community. And so we, we do that by having an authentic conversation and being open to what we're hearing and then Let's create something together. Our Wonder Club program is a really great example of that. Uh, it's an uh, a opportunity for community partners to build their own capacity to deliver high quality STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math learning experiences for children that are already at their organization. So whether that's, a, again, a library or a school, we partner with several hospitals. Um, and we actually developed the program together. We had a great meeting where we sat down and, and listened and learned. And from that is this really incredible program where we're making a huge impact alongside our partners. And so we, um, it's really exciting. I think we're really taking a novel approach to, to partnership building. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. It kind of reminds me, it takes me back to something I worked on about 20 years ago, but it was like the traps, gaps, and overlaps, mm. right? Let's amplify the efforts that Absolutely. we're all doing yeah. uh, as opposed to doubling up, duplicating, or trying to shove our thought you know, into some other square peg into a round hole. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's great. Mm -hmm. Now, you've talked a lot about play and playful learning. Is that appropriate in all settings? Absolutely. I mean, okay. one of the things. Tell me why. I love that. Let's Complete play. Uh, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I have learned since joining DuPage Children's Museum is that we play, take play extremely seriously. Uh, it's really the work of, of childhood. And so when we talk about playful learning, play is learning. As children play, they are exercising their critical thinking skills. They are innovating and iterating. They're learning how to navigate social emotional connections with other people. Uh, and so play is, I think, the foundation of curiosity and wonder. And we let it really lead, lead our way. Yeah. yeah. So with that, give a little bit of the science behind that. Because you've talked mm -hmm. a little bit about the importance of it. Mm -hmm. But there's science to yeah. this, too, right? Yeah. And so it has to do a lot with just the science of learning, right? People learn best when what they're doing is relevant to them, mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, and, and that means it's important to them. Well, what's important to a six-month-old? What's important to a, a two-year-old, to a five-year-old, to an eight-year-old? Having fun, 
right? And that's mm. what play is. And so from, the, the, from you know, birth all the way through childhood, what you're doing through play is establishing a relationship with a child around something that is incredibly relevant to them and they're invested in it. And if mm. they're invested in it, then all those brain neurons start connecting. Those new neurological pathways start forming. So whether it is something as simple as building a tower of blocks with a eight-month-old and then knocking them down, well, guess what? That's going to be very fun. But at the same time, that child is learning through this very fun thing that just seems like blocks and stacking about, sure. well, if you're using language, like let's put this block on top. Let's put another block on top. Now you're using math language. It may not seem like it, but things like top and bottom, above, below, big, smaller, all those kinds of relationship, relational verbiage, mm -hmm. that's, that's early math. Mm -hmm. That is math for an eight-month-old. And so the other thing that's happening as you're building towers and having fun and doing something that's relevant with a child is you're building a strong personal relationship. There, you, if you're actively using words, if you're, if you're vocalizing the play that's happening, you're increasing vocabulary. Child, the child is hearing more words. They're building, they're having new experiences and all through something that is relevant to them. Yeah. It's fun. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Even if you are, even if you spent the last 60 years in the corporate world not playing, you can remember how to do it. Spend some time <laughs> with a, it's like riding a bike. Get down on the floor with a ball, with a bunch of blocks, start playing, and just let the child lead the way, but to support what they're doing, and you're playing. Yeah. And that relationship is just as important as anything else that happens with early math language or experiencing the world. And, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take that. i got a brand new grandson, so I'm going to take that yeah. process and have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just have fun. <laughs> just be have there, fun. be present. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's so yeah. true. Yeah. Talk a little bit as we wrap up here, Jenny, if you would, about um, just kind of how we can have an assurance, mm -hmm. because the DuPage Children's Museum has been there for a long time, but mm -hmm. it won't, it doesn't manage itself, it doesn't just stay there by itself. So how <laughs> can responsible adults yes. uh, ensure that it continues and other people continue to mm -hmm. have access to it? Absolutely. I mean, I think, one, just embrace the power of play. Mm -hmm. I think adults in children's lives play with them. So I think just living that, I think, is really mm -hmm. critical. Um, and also, Come, come to our museum, support us if you're able to. Um, we have several different types of memberships, mm -hmm. um, and including memberships for those who um, are from under-resourced communities. So we really, we wanna provide equal access for folks to come to our museum and, and be able to play mm -hmm. and learn together. We also, um, please check out our website if you're interested in any of the programs we have to offer, especially those that are in the community where we can come to you and, and meet you where you and your children are. Uh, so our museum pop-up program, mm -hmm. our wonder clubs, our learning labs um, are all opportunities for, for you to get invested with DCM in your own backyard. Okay. Um, yeah. So yes, please. Yeah. Uh, and if you're able to, a gift goes a long way to our museum. Keeps um, on giving, right? That's Keeps right. on giving, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and you know, our philosophy is if you're able to provide a gift to our museum, you're helping increase access for somebody else to, to come. And so we really think about it for, through that model. Awesome. Mm -hmm. and, and one last question on that, volunteers. Yeah. Oh, we have an incredibly robust volunteer program. Okay. Our volunteer manager 
along with all of the staff at the DuPage Children's Museum are wonderful. But uh, yeah, we engage with corporate volunteers. We engage with families. We have a junior volunteer program for kids that are in middle school. Um, we have volunteers that are at the museum every day, every time we have an event. There are people that are giving their time to us to help make play more fun for more people. And that's what it's all about. Wonderful. Thank you both so much for coming by. And uh, you, you've really been an absolute uplift. Oh, so. thank you. It's been a pleasure. We've had a great time. Good. Thank well, you. go have some fun now. Cause go play. If everybody would like to get some more information about the DuPage Children's Museum, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and follow us on social media. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey. Your dream, our promise.